cliffcentral.com We're going to cry, laugh, and love. And we're going to do it together. The Life with Libang podcast. Alrighty, and we are back. We are live. Welcome to Life with Lebang. Very, very excited to be here. It is our first episode of Life with Lebang in our brand new studio. So if you're listening at home, I'm sure you'll hear a little something, something, like a little bit of a difference. Well, that is because we're at a brand new location. I'm looking outside the window. I've got a view of a swimming pool. I've got a view of a water fountain. I've got a view of trees and just luscious gardens. So I have nice life problems, I believe. Everything is all right around here. Like it's just, it's peaceful. It's vibes. And uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for choosing us. And thank you for, um, deciding to, uh, listen to Life with Lebang every week, courtesy of cliffcentral.com. So today's level of excitement is at a higher place. It's somewhere else. And that is because I'm in studio with somebody who I became a fan of literally overnight. I don't know how these algorithms work <laughs> online. I feel like I got trapped, right? So I'm just scrolling through Instagram, tra-la-la-la lying. And you know, they started doing this thing where they just feed you content of people you not, you don't follow, mm. but it's content that you generally would be interested in. So obviously I'm all about parenthood, about mommyhood. That's my vibe. So when your profile like popped up on my feed, I'm like, hmm, who's this breastfeeding her kid on my timeline? <laughs> I'm like, you've got my attention. And since then, I've just I've just completely fallen in love with everything that you put out. Oh, I think it's so raw, so honest. And for those of you who are listening at home, I am actually in studio with Karabo Mokwena today. And she is a Black Mommy Chronicles, which is literally like everything I breathe, live, and eat. Mm. So welcome mm. to Life with Lebang. Hey. It's so nice to have you here. Oh man, it's so humbling to listen to that. And yeah, I'm so excited to be here. Hello everyone. Um, and a, a first? You yes. This is the first, so I'm so glad to be part you of the first. You hey. are the first. Whoop, 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 whoop. You're actually the first <laughs> guest on Life with Lebang in our brand new studios. Yay. Um, so yeah. the views with you. Hey girl, now. like hey now. how's the views out here right, though? Like right. look at us. We're leveling up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we have arrived. Yeah. I just arrived. I just arrived. I just arrived. Yeah. Um, it's so good to have you here. It's, um, it's, it's really, I've been looking forward to this for the past couple of weeks. I told Teppo, uh, my producer that please get her on. There's so much I just want to like pick her brain about. Mm-hmm. And most especially because it's literally such an important month. You know, it is literally, it's Black History Month. We are promoting everything black. Mm-hmm. It's what I do. I support everything black. Mm-hmm. I love everything black and having you here. Is just so important so that we can really continue that conversation. And if you have no clue who Karabomokana is, well, first of all, go to Instagram and go to at, put at in the search, go Black Mommy Chronicles, and then you'll find her page. Her content is so fresh, it's so dope. And as a parent, it's almost so refreshing and nice to know that I'm not going through this stuff by myself yeah. because most uh, parenting content creators, hey, you'll find their stuff is like squeaky clean. Mm. It's so. Uh, almost put on. Mm. It's like a show, mm. you know, and, uh, what you do is not that. What mm. you do is just, it's honest. Yeah. It's raw and yeah. it's real. Yeah. And I am of the belief that social media should be heading in that direction. Mm. We should be moving away from the fake and the put on. And we really should be going just into this truthful zone that is just speaking to who we are and what we really experience as parents. Yeah. You know, not just as mothers. And so one of the main things, uh, the cornerstone really of what I wanted to pick your brain about was how to be a better 
parent, how to be a more involved parent. But of course we have to take a step back, yep. you know, to really paint the picture of how we got here in the South African context, mm. uh, particularly in the black context, why it's almost difficult mm. um, for parents to be involved or why it's deemed difficult. Mm. A lot of us grew up in households where we didn't have both parents. If anything, I think as it stands right now, around 70, 74 or 75% of black households in South Africa are fatherless. And that number is not going down. It's, it's, it's shivering. Heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. It yeah. sucks. Yeah. And so I want us to sort of take a step back and yeah. figure out how it is that we got there yeah. and how we can improve so yeah. that we can unlearn and just relearn and, you know, certain things that will just get rid of all these, these things that are yeah. no longer relevant. It's yeah. so important. Yeah. It's and, so important. And that's the work. The work is unlearning and relearning. Sure. Um, and we, we have to get to a point where we believe that that is possible. Sure. Because the, the main agenda with my blog, um, is to, to reiterate and to teach the fact that it is possible to relearn certain things. Absolutely. Um, and I love that we're taking a step back. Yes. This is what, this is what the, the conversation is about now. Sure. To understand how did we get here? Sure. And how can we move forward? Sure. And right now, um, I talk about that so boldly and so honestly mm. in the context of being a black woman. Yes. Because I am a black woman. Yes. And I'm sharing my experience. Sure. And my experience is that I am understanding as a black person that, hey, we've been through a lot, man. Hey. Hey, we've been through a lot mm. we've been through a lot from way back when when the portuguese thought you know south africa would be a nice spot to chill sure we passing through right sure. and then and then some guy came hey. like, you know <laughs> and then and then things just started happening in the sure. country and then control yes. of of us as black people um, took place sure and then it went downhill from there for, for sure us, honestly, of course right and there's obviously effects of that yeah that one doesn't often like to think about yeah. i mean these conversations are uncomfortable mm, very and, much and most people just like to run away from them like hey there they go again talk about apartheid yes, yes. here we go again we, we are talking about apartheid absolutely because we cannot ignore you know the almost ripple effects yes. of it these are our daily lives but the point of us having this conversation is not to hop on about it but really to explore some of the souls right yeah so looking at, at conditions of parenting in black communities during apartheid in south africa fathers were obviously separated from families because they the work was elsewhere yes. uh, far away from the homes and you saw that mothers ended up having to play both role of mother and father yeah how has the system of apartheid really shaped parenting in modern day society because there was that was then yes and this is now but you still see the crumbs yes. of that yeah 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 so the reality is that the legacy of apartheid continues to follow us sure. even today. Sure. Because what it created back then is the reality of black homes existing without the role of a father. Mm. Because the fathers were firstly separated from families during the mining era. Yes. And then it extended when apartheid became official in 1948 and we got placed in Bantustans and yes. we got placed in townships. But that was not the area for economic development. Development, sure, right? sure. Parents needed to move out uh -huh. of townships in order for them to generate some form of income. Sure. And the parents that had to do it because the man is the provider 
with the with the guys, right? Mm-hmm. So families were separated from that point, and now the structure of a family was destroyed mm. from that point. Yeah, and then the the responsibility of caregiving in the home became the primary and the secondary um, job of a mother. Sure, and that's where the matriarchs were created. Yes, right. Yes, that's where. The, the the strong black woman narrative had to it had to start sure because our grandmothers and our mothers had to be strong black women yes. because they had children they needed to take care of sure and that shifted our reality so much mm-hmm. because how how is it possible it's it's so tough and i look at the reality of single parenting now and i've got friends that are single parenting and it's difficult absolutely because the job of parenting is not just for a mother it's, it's not, not just, just for one it's not just for one person yes it mm. really takes two to tango it does and and as much as i carry this person and i bring forth this life the responsibility of parenting is not just supposed to be mine sure but then apartheid created a completely different reality for us yeah but us being black and being awesome we had to adjust exactly like with most things, we adjust and we make it work, but it doesn't mean it makes it right. Yes. You know, I, I, I want to ask you something very real and just very cutthroat and honest. Yeah. Was it the apartheid system's intention to break black family structures? Personally, I believe so. Because what apartheid was, was teaching us and emphasizing is that we are inferior. Sure. And we are not worth much. Sure. I mean, we were not even worth quality education. Hey, Nahan. We were our uh, we were controlled so much that we were not allowed to move in certain spaces. You know, mm. you're not supposed to exist here. So exist in your little corner there, sure. where there is so much poverty. Sure. Because I know um, historically there was a point where. As black people, as a majority of people in this country, we, o- we occupied only 8% of the land, right? So we got, we got placed in the same place, and that's mm. the reality in which we existed in. Yeah. And unfortunately, our reality was poverty. And what removing, separating parents did is it kept us in that cycle of sure, poverty. Sure. Because then you have homes where fathers aren't there, and then when the father's not there, the, the, the reality is that things are really tough. Yeah. You know, girls g- grow up without a father figure that's able to affirm them and tell sure. them that they're beautiful. Because sure. I realize now, um, in my, in my current parenting dynamic is that I'm blessed to still have my, have my partner with me mm. and I can see the affirmation that my daughters appreciate yeah. from my husband in comparison to me. Because yeah. as mom, it's ach, different, yeah, right? It's, it's definitely yeah. different. And they receive that with so, with, with such different and so much more confidence. I can yeah. I can see what it instills in them. Sure. So imagine the reality of a young girl existing in an environment where they don't have a male figure that's constantly affirming them. Sure. And then with boys, with boys, it's even it's tough. even worse. Exactly. Because now you kind of don't have a point of reference of what manhood is. is. You kind of have to navigate that mm. by by yourself. And sometimes not even by yourself. You look for it elsewhere. You you go yep. literally into the streets and you look for that affirmation there. And it's not always a great affirmation it's not always a great affirmation. sometimes you, you find yourself getting caught up in stuff that you shouldn't have been caught up with but sure. because you're a young and you're trying to figure out and yeah. define who i am as a man then you find other different definitions different right outlets, yeah. and then and then we are then stuck in that cycle again of of struggling because if you struggle um psychologically yeah. then that stuff manifests sure. you know we sure. end up making decisions for the sake of survival mm. and that's what apartheid did to us it taught us how to 
survive. Sure. Right? Sure. It taught us how to survive and then we got we, we, we can easily get caught in, in that cycle. In that cycle of just survival. Of su- survival, yeah. survival, survival. Yeah. And this is what I always talk about in terms of how I think apartheid affected our, our dynamic. I'm I'm moving from your initial question, but I'm I'm just hoping it can follow up to say that what, what apartheid did is that it, it created a system of control. Yeah. And it worked to an essence, you know, because then the government of that time managed to flourish. Sure. So to serve the mandate, it mm. served the mandate. Yeah. The control, the controlling of movements, our, our human rights, it worked. So to what extent did that control that worked out there now step into our homes? Because you find that that's the control that the matriarchs in the home needed to have. That aggression. That aggression. That, that power. Exactly. It starts on the outside. Side, it's coming from the top down. Of course, it's going to uh, cr- uh, trickle into the household. Yeah. And that aggression can quickly lead to violence. It exactly. can qu- quickly lead to abuse. It's a range of things that I have to agree with you and say this was all done on purpose. Yes. It was, it was done so that we can be where we are today, which is now a lot of us are confused. A lot of us are still trying things yep. out. We are struggling yep. with the basics. Yes. And it's rinse and repeat. We, we raised like that. We give birth to kids. We raise them like that. Yes. And so I think my purpose and your purpose in mm. these conversations on a yeah. platform like this yeah. is to educate the yes. audience on the opposite. How do we then apply new ways of parenting, better ways that will lead as to having children that will, you know, we, we don't want to raise a bunch of traumatized children who, like we were. Yes. You know, we want to raise them in loving environments, in caring environments, in involved environments. So that's what we need to do today. And I think that's what's important. You know, like as you mentioned earlier, the boy child and the girl child receive love differently from, mm. from the parents. And mm. I completely understand what you're saying. When, when I get home and my, my daughters run in, I've got three daughters under three. And when they run in and they see, Oh, mommy, daddy, they run right past me and they go straight to that. <laughs> Straight to dad. And I'm like, oh, okay. So me, Nanji, I'm just. I'm not, I'm not here. Can't you, can you not see me? Like, do you not see me? Like, you lived inside of me for nine months. Yes, was that not enough? Yes, was that not enough? Yes, You're going to run to your father. <laughs> and I completely, I get it. Yeah. Because there's a difference in the, the affirmation and the love, even just something like a hug. Yes. It comes through so different when it's dad. Yeah. I only get attention when there's a boo-boo or when they need a bandage. <laughs> yes. Or when they comfort. Hungry. Yes. That's yes. The when they want time. comfort, they know where to go. It's that beautiful balance of uh, of femininity versus masculinity i think that sure. exists in a parenting in a parenting dynamic sure. and unfortunately for us our mothers had to find ways to to kind of have that femininity and masculinity coexist exactly which is tough it's tough because now you're doing like you're doing a job that's really not yours hey? it's not yours like <laughs> this you, is not your job you lied on the cv you lied yeah. in the interview you still got the job but you don't qualify but you don't qualify for the uh-huh. job and now you have to find other ways and that's where that fear based parenting now came in sure. to say you will listen to what i say mm. because if you don't listen to what i say then maybe outside of this house you also won't listen to what they say and you'll probably get imprisoned Mm. or you'll probably get killed sure because that was that was that was it right that was a reality reality. we had such a fear of imprisonment and death that we we we, yes pass sure sure and we literally brought it into the household which is pretty scary now that i think about it but it is what it is another thing that was almost like cause and effect of this whole uh, system Mm. is that we saw the firstborn children Mm. in households automatically becoming parents now this is something that i sadly has 
become so entrenched mm. in the way that we almost operate as siblings mm. that you don't even see yourself doing it. Mm. It's almost like a subconscious thing where the firstborn will automatically just take on the role of, you know, big sister slash mother. Deputy parent. Joanna. Such a huge responsibility for a right? young human. Right? Such a huge responsibility. Unfair. You, Very are, much. you yourself are a child mm. trying to navigate the world, yet here you are having to look after, you know, your younger siblings. Yeah. I think I'm also guilty of it myself as a mother as I sit here because my firstborn, um, he's eight years old mm. and my stepson is 11. So my mm. two boys are like eight and 11. They're living their best lives just trying to be boys. Yeah. But as soon as the little sisters are around, it's like, okay, let's make them bottles. They let's, get into deputy parents mode you know subconsciously yeah. and sometimes you know as i'm saying i'm part of it because i'm like okay please go fetch the nappy please go help me with this help me with that yeah. and then for bonus just this is what they need to yeah. do how do i unlearn certain things that growing up i was you know shown yeah. and i was accustomed to yeah. if i don't want my children to have to be exposed to that same thing what do i need to do it's for me it's a it's a it's a journey of consciousness Right? Sure. It's a journey of firstly being a part of this conversation to firstly realize where do we come from as people. Yes. And then in the context of the deputy parents, then we have to step back and think about what probably created this reality for us. Yeah. I was having a conversation with my husband to say, you know, um, when after, after the, the dads left, left their homes to go work, then the matriarchs are stuck in the home and the money is also not coming in on a regular basis. Right. But our mothers, so our mothers needed to make a choice to also go work. And then she's out of the house for for hours on end. She leaves sure. the house hours before work starts. Yeah. And then she comes back home very late in the evenings. Yeah. Um and where does she get the time to to parent? Sure. To Someone be involved. To be involved. Mm. Someone has to do it. Yeah. In her absence. Sure. And who's going to do it? The responsibility you. is going to fall on the older sibling. Sure. To say in the absence of your parents, you have to take down the fort. But didn't that, you know, and it's as much as it, we, we were resilient, we had to make it work. Yeah. But it it kind of robbed young people of a childhood 100%. because now I don't have a I don't have time to be a kid anymore. I actually want to go play outside and mm. be ten and be eleven, but mm. I can't do that. My my sister had to be that for me. Like yeah. we we constant. My sister was eleven when I was born. Yeah, and my sister had to take up the the big sister role. Sure, at eleven years old, mm. she had to take up. And I mean, at eleven, you are plus now at eleven as an eleven year old girl. Yeah, now you kind of see yourself yeah you know, now developments are happening you're exactly. kind of trying to figure out exactly. and then all of a sudden you're caught in this in this role sure. so firstly understanding that deputy parenting had to happen because we didn't have a choice yes and then look at your reality right now and be conscious about do i have a choice right now sure because now i have a i have a second child who's who's one sure very early on in my in my parenting journey mm. but i'm realizing that the, there's an extent of the deputy parenting that's very natural yeah okay, okay. right because i find that even sometimes without without fighting it i'm finding that my 5 year old kind of got into this big sister role sure i kind of see her sometimes carrying her little sister with this pride to say hey look yeah. i can i can yeah. carry her right yeah. um but also i think from from my end that also came with trying to reiterate to her that hey amen mm. like we've got a we've got a younger one sure. right sure but it 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 can't be a role that we force down her throat 100% to say 
she's here so time time's up for you sure and i saw that manifesting when i was pregnant mm. and we have to be careful about this we have to be careful about saying to older siblings even during a pregnancy to say ha your time is up there's another sure, one coming sure i witnessed that oh, so no. many times oh, no. and i always had to come to her defense mm. because i i could see the confusion in her in her face when the journey started mm. and at some point at some point um i asked her because she ended up getting disengaged from the pregnancy mm. she didn't want to talk about it anymore she. and then at some point i asked her I'm like hey are you excited for your little sister and she kept quiet for a minute and then she was like but where am I going to go? Shame. I'm like, oh, snap. This girl thought she was getting completely replaced. Oh, no. Because people kept saying, your time is up. Hey, but your time now. is up. Hey, can you guys please <laughs> stop commenting on, like, on these things? Like, there's these things that we do as Amen. a people. Like, too long sometimes. If you've got a child that's the same age as my child, don't tell me our children are going to get married. No, I don't want to Stop it. Hear. Just stop it. Stop, stop it. giving. No, just, just stop observe, commenting. Observe and smile. Smile and wave. Just smile and wave and pass. And pass. Everybody's got an opinion. Everybody's got their two cents. And you don't realize that your words hold so much the meaning. Impact. For bana. Children. Listen to everything they told. Everything. They see everything. You know, they'll take that those words and they'll say, Oh my word, I am out. Oh my word, this must mean this. Yeah. Oh my word, this must so sometimes just keep your opinion to yourself. Please, thank you. So please <laughs> I can't stand it. So let's talk a little bit about single parenting. Um, you know, it's it's a, it's a topic that comes and goes and at some or other point, you know, most people say they've been single parents before, blah, 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 just because it's, it's rare. And sadly, the bar is so low that finding a, a household with both mom and dad is almost like something we clap about. Mm. We are, con- we are congratulating mm. parents who are still together raising mm. their children. That's how bad it is. Yeah. So. For single parents, like what is the process of raising children all by themselves? Like what is the psychological effect? Uh, the biggest one, would you say on the children? Um, by only having like a single parent, cause it's, it's layered, it's deep, but there's obvious consequences to the children. So what I always imagine in a single parenting dynamic that I find to be quite difficult is that where do you get the time to connect with your children? Because now as, 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 as we are moving away from, and this is what we're advocating. We're moving away from control to connection yeah. yeah to say that control stuff is not necessary anymore sure. we don't need to survive anymore we can live now let's live no one is trying to shoot us no one yeah. is trying to put us in prison we're okay now yeah. i know it's rough i know it's tough i know we still have townships and we still have so many disparities you know sure we, we it's still tough but, but we're, 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 we're okay we're now. at a better place look at us we're yeah. looking at the pool i'm telling you Lebang. i'm telling you can you see us exactly right yeah we are we are doing our best yes. we are trying to move forward we are trying trying to unlearn we're trying to relearn yeah. so we're moving towards connection sure but connection is is possible um and recommended yeah. in a parenting dynamic yes when when both people that created the human being can be involved sure sure because then if sitaba is not involved then it's just karabo mm. and it's karabo with two children exactly it's karabo with a five-year-old that still requires my attention mm. it's karabo with the one-year-old that 
that is still here, still exactly. latching still on and trying Ooh. to breastfeed. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know, Runa, we, we, we always say, oh, my, I take my hats off to, to single mothers. Mm. Because really, like, you really start recognizing when you are parenting, you're like, yo. There's so much. Yo. There is so it's much. It's still overwhelming, even with a partner. Sure. Like, last night, like, we, we were up, like, my, like my, my smallest one got off the bed. Mm. Like, where are you going? It's 2 a.m. <laughs> Bro, where are you going? Let's sleep. Taking a walk. Where are you going? And yeah. there's still two of us. And it's yeah. still, oh, okay, maybe it's your turn. No, it's your turn. You know, yeah. and it's still difficult to try and navigate parenting mm. um, when there's two of you. Sure. So when there's just one of you, mm. it's, it's, it's essential to try and find a community somewhere. Yeah, you have to. You're going to need as much help as possible. My I've 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 got a I've got a podcast right Break, breaking cycles yes. and my co-host yes, um, Khao. Love her. Yes, lovable. Yeah. I don't blame you. Yeah. <laughs> she is single parenting right now. Oh man. Right? Mm. And we were actually talking about the power of community. Sure. When you're single parenting. Sure. Because you will not be able to do it on your own. No, you can't. You can't. And listen, we know how to survive. Mm. You know, we can survive through the struggles. We can try and show up. But the amount of taking mm. that takes place mm. when you're trying to do it by yourself mm. is too much. It's just not healthy, right? It's not. Is it not taking us right back to back in the day of just survival mode? Yes. Because you have to survive. Because, well, I have to survive. It is what it is. You have to do it. You know? You have to do it. And that's when we are we are trying to show up regardless of feeling tired and feeling mm. overwhelmed, mm. feeling emotionally drained, mm. and feeling like this thing is just taking from us. Sure. And, then, and then we get to and then we start drinking and, and then, then we try smoking and exactly. then we try and continue surviving. Exactly. So we get stuck in that cycle. It's that same cycle that we need to pretty much like run away from as best as possible. And I think in the case of single mothers, that's where the community will come in. Yes. I always say to my boss, Rena, cause I've got five kids and she's always like, how the hell yes. are you doing this thing of five kids and working the way you do? And I say to her, dude, my support system yes. is insane. It has to be so It is so crazy mm. i've got like a nanny i've got a half a nanny i've got two cuckoos i've got uh, yes. two kulus. everybody yes. knows the role that they're playing why because we live in a time where this child cannot be raised by just moto one more more than that it's unfair to expect one person to have their values and their beliefs and the way they do life to be imparted onto one child yes one view of the world is never enough. No. You, in order for you to understand the world that you're about to get into, you need at least like four or five views mm. just so that you can understand yes. that there's a variety of things you're going to yes. experience. There's a variety of things that you're going to like, things that you're going to dislike, people you're going to like, people you're going to dislike. If you only know mama. Yes. And mama has coddled you. Mm. Mama has taken care of you your entire life. Your view of the world is mama. Yes. When you get out there into the real world, you'll struggle so much because you're no longer being coddled. So much you you now maybe you're being disliked and you wonder why do people dislike you and how are you going to deal with conflict there's yeah. there's just too many things to mention in a short space of an hour so yeah. i'm not going to hop on but i do think it's important for even single parents right now listening to this to seek that support to seek that community aspect of course in a more controlled manner mm. i'm not saying go and throw your child go, go, go and just expect your parents or your grandparents to raise your child for you mm. but try and find positive influences that you are 
sure and confident in yeah. their ability to, you know, malume uh, mang mang. Yeah. Even if it's two hours a week, mm. just two hours a week, yeah. get one of your friends Usbanbani, to come and participate and yes. be an active, positive influence on your child's life. Don't just be super mom by yourself. Don't be super dad by yourself. You've got nothing to prove. You've got nothing to prove. You carried these humans. You birthed these yes. humans. And it's not just your job yes. to raise these humans. Because what I feel apartheid ripped from us also is that sense of community. Sure. Because now we got ripped apart and then we're now we, you, you went to uh, Putarichawa and then eh. you, you were taken to a different band to start. So that, that sense of community got ripped from us. Yes. Over and above our partners t- being taken away from us. So sure. we had to get into a cycle of learning how to survive by ourselves. Yeah. Which is very unnatural. Yeah. Whenever I'm stuck with my kids by myself, I'm like, mm-hmm, man, this Something is not right. Is wrong. Something is wrong. <laughs> There's a missing someone piece. Must come. <laughs> I need someone here. Yeah. The, the survival of these two humans shouldn't just be on my shoulders. This is 100%. too much. This is yeah. too much. Yeah. So find your community, mom. Find your community, dad. Yeah. Because you shouldn't be doing it on, on, on your own. On your own. Yeah. And I like, what I like about living in this day and age is that what community once was has evolved so mm. much. Community these days is a WhatsApp group. Yes. It's a Facebook group with Yay. a bunch of strangers that yes. are all over the world experiencing yes. the exact same thing. The beauty, as you. the beauty of social media, the beauty of social media. I mean, my yes. relationship with Hao started as an Instagram relationship and Hectic. we took that out and we met up for Dakota. We went wow. to Bunny Child. Love it. You know, so it's a lot of relationships that I'm also taking out from social media. Sure. Because what I'm doing as Karab on social media is saying, here I am, here's my story, yeah. and I know that you're probably going through the same thing. 100%. And I'm saying, now my DMs are always open. Like, yeah. I'm always having constant conversations with people over DMs because yeah. I understand what I'm trying to do here. I'm trying to extend the conversation. I'm, sh- I'm trying to share as much light as possible. And when that light comes on for someone... I'm saying reach, reach back. Exactly. Reach back. Exactly. Let's talk about, let's talk about it. Yeah. And that's, that's the community. It's that the is beauty. the community. That's a, I have a love hate relationship with social media, but the love part is exactly that, is that it's really given us that sense of community. I completely agree. There's definitely parts of social media that are yucky and yes. ugly and gross, but we aren't living there. We yes. are living in the place that is love and is Where do you light. choose to exist? You decide where you exist. Yep. Literally, like you have the choice. Yep. And I think once you make that choice, you say, why taking? I am going to serve um, this and that purpose, and yeah. this is going to be my service to community. Yes, and I'm going to use my life as testimony for ABCDFG. You will attract people like that. Yes. People like that will just be drawn to you yes. because they also have a story to share, or they want to share in your story, or build and grow with you. So, definitely, I think it's so important capitalize on people that are like minded, yes. that also are interested in the unlearning of. You know, of what happened back Healing, today. man. Healing. Healing. That, that is, Healing. that is exactly what That's it is. That's the work. That is exactly what it is. And it comes in different forms and yes. shapes and sizes. And it's, I think, what we're doing right here, right now. So, Karabo, research shows that boys who grew up with absent fathers are more likely to display aggression and other hyper-masculine behaviors, which obviously increases their risk of unhealthy relationships, crime, gangs, dropping out of school, and addiction, etc., etc. None of this is, like, it's news. Yeah. This has literally been happening for generations. It's It happens. Yeah. We see it almost every day. Yeah. And it's not surprising in any way. Now, fatherless girls are most likely to engage in high-risk sexual behaviors, experience an unwanted pregnancy, or find themselves in an abusive relationship. Mm. So I want to discuss... Alternative parenting styles for both single parents and for uh, both moms and dads in one ho- household. So depending on your dynamic, I mean, you can take this how you want, but yeah. 
Let's discuss some parenting styles that one can use to avoid finding their children in these said situations. So parenting styles are interesting, right? Because you've got, um, you've got authoritative parenting, you've got permissive parenting. Yeah. But I absolutely love and I'm obsessed with the idea of what is called conscious parenting. Sure. And for me, I, I, this, this is stuff that I was thinking about and I was trying to implement even before I even knew that there was a concept called, called conscious parenting that people are advocating for and people are writing about. Yeah. Because what that journey, um, requires us to do in essence is just be aware, yeah. right? Be aware of my reality. My reality right now is that I am a single mom with two kids. Um, and it's a boy and it's a girl and I understand that they need male figures in their lives. Sure. So how can I try and play a part with what I, with what I have right now? And I think that journey leads you to finding solutions for the problems. Cause for one, reaching out and finding a community is very much a part of, of conscious parenting. Sure. Because then you acknowledge the fact that when it comes to this department, I'm very limited. Yeah. I can't do this and I don't have to extend myself and force myself to be a father figure for my daughter because I'm going to fail dismally. Sure, I don't have sure. to force to do that. I don't know what this is. I don't know what it is. I'm okay with that, and but I'm okay. I want to learn. Yes. But and then who who can I who can I reach out to that can help me with that? Yeah. Right. And then what it also encompasses is that being aware that we're going to experience some challenges mm. in our experience because mm. my daughter is constantly going to be trying to find a father figure. Sure. And what am I going to do when I, when I spot behavioral changes that are signaling Jorge there's a problem? Sure. Because what conscious parenting also teaches us is that behavior always manifests. Sure. Right? So you're going to spot things with your kids mm. that are signaling something else. You know how tantrums are actually communication for something else? Exactly. Because kids don't always have the vocabulary to say, I'm not okay, or, hey, I need a dad right now, mm. so how do we do that? So that journey requires you to always be conscious of what is happening in your space, what is happening to your kids, and then finding you know, solutions to the unique challenges that you experience because there can't be a blanket solution. Households are different. Kids are different. So authoritative yeah. parenting gives you certain ways to do things. Sure. And sometimes that can't work for your kids yeah. because your kids are not like my kids. Exactly. Your kids express their emotions differently. Yeah. They communicate differently. So you, you need to kind of tailor your approach sure. with all your, with all your kids. I would almost even say within your household, there'll be unique styles per kid. Yes. That's how far it goes. Yes, Cause yes, your yes. kids aren't all the same. Yeah. They have their own personalities. They have their own ways of of doing things yeah they have their own view of the, the world for as little as they've been around yeah so each child is going to need a unique style yes. and unique you know amount of attention like i know with my eight-year-old he's fine with just hey mom how's it good 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 how was school it was fine and then he buggers off into the garden wants nothing to do with me ah. my three-year-old daughter is like it's her piece yes. she's attached to my right hip there. she's my handbag <laughs> if i'm cooking she's cooking <laughs> Exactly, okay, exactly, right. all the time. <laughs> My newborn is, ah, she's a newborn, so obviously she's going to need me yes. more. But kids are different, you know, and also it depends what age they are, where they are in their development stages. But the earlier on is where you really, 
really, really have to be an involved parent. And I also want to really take this opportunity to say this. And if I could stand on a roof mm-hmm. and scream this out loud, I would. Living in the same house as your child and being a mother or being a father in that household is not enough. Mm. You can live in the same house as your child, but be so uninvolved. Mm. It's crazy. Mm. You can just come home from work, sleep, wake up the next morning, go to work, Mm. come back, sleep, and just become a bit of a robot. Mm. But sitting down with your kids Mm. and saying, how was your day? Yes. What's, what are you up to? Yes. What, what, made you, what made you smile today? What made you smile today? What made you sad today? Who are your friends? Mm. Tell me about your friends. Mm. What are the conversations you're having? Mm. Taking an interest is completely different. And I, I want to almost challenge, like for me, one of my goals and dreams for this year mm. is that more fathers can be active in their children's lives, mm. especially like in South Africa. Mm. I've got friends who are fathers just on paper. Mm. They, when it comes to their kids' birthdays, they'll take pictures with their daughters and mm. upload on social media and then mm. go back to their lives. Mm. When it comes to Father's Day, they'll go fetch their mm. daughters and spend the day with their daughters and their sons and go back to their lives. Yeah. I urge you and I encourage you to make it a point to at least speak to your child mm. more. If it's once a week, once a day, you decide what works, but your child has to know you. Your child needs you. She needs, he, and she, he or she needs to understand what exactly my dad is thinking. Yeah. What's my dad doing right now? Yeah. What is my dad like? What is my dad not like? Your child needs to know that because if you aren't interested yeah. in that level of yeah. your child's interest, then who do you expect to be interested? Yeah. Oh, just the mother? Mm. Just the stepfather? Mm. I've got news for you, buddy. It's not going to work. Yeah. Your child will always yearn for that. Mm. And so if you think, well, like, you know, I birthed this child. I send money for maintenance or bashapu. They are not okay. Yeah. You need to be more involved. Um, I urge you to try something different this year. If you have visitation rights and you see your child every once a month, push it to at least twice a month. If you do a phone call a week, push it to once a day. Mm. Try your hardest as the adult in the situation. You can't expect the child to come up with the ideas mm. of daddy, let's go to McDonald's. Let's go to here. No, mm. take a stand. Mm. Just being a father and having this child is one thing, but being an involved parent, I am urging you, this is the year yes. so that your child can say, yeah, I spend so much time with my father, even though my father doesn't live with us, it doesn't matter. Yeah. I see them all the time. I chat to them all the time. It mustn't just be these things for sure. Children yeah. just want your attention. They just want to hold your hand. They don't yeah. want to go shopping all yeah. the time. They don't need to be taken to fancy restaurants. Mm. Children are simple in that all they want is your attention. Call your child and say, how are you? What new word did you learn today? Mm. What's your teacher's name? What's your best friend's name? Oh, so you prefer apples now. (laughs) Oh, that's nice. Get involved. Uh, Mommies, get involved. I know sometimes as moms, we like, oh no, I'm a 20th, 21st century mommy. Yeah. Balancing my career. What, 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 what? You can still be the CEO of what, 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 and still be an involved mother. Let's not try shift too much. Let's find a balance. Let's find a way that'll work because you don't want to wake up in 20 years time and realize that your child is an asshole and realize that you weren't there raising your child because when I know she you were angry at let it go. Start from scratch. Reach out to people that can guide you. You're not going to know what you're doing from the beginning. It's easy to make a child. It Mm -hmm. is easy. We Ah, all have the tools. Quick, quick. (laughs) 
We all have the tools. Fast. It's, it, it, it's, it's fast. It happens. Yeah. But we don't all have the tools to yeah. maintain and raise that child. That is still your responsibility. Yeah. It's okay if you don't know what you're doing. Yeah. If you're stuck, ask. If you don't know what to ask, we are here. There's people like us yeah. who are here. We can assist you because we're also always learning. Yeah, we're figuring it out as well. As we go. That's a powerful message for fathers because um, provision is not fatherhood. Sure. Uh, provision is not fatherhood. Sure. I repeat one last time. Yes. Provision is not fatherhood. And that's how we have defined fatherhood for so many generations because yeah. it had to be that. Yeah. For a household to survive, the yeah. father had to work. Provide. But it's not that. The mm. kids, the, the kids, yes, the kids need to eat, but they can sleep with a, a slice of bread. Yeah. And you holding them at night. And I think they'll sleep a lot better. Yes. Knowing that they, they are being held by you. Dad is around. Rather than. Dad loves them. You know. A full plate of food and an empty house. Connection over everything. Over connection, everything. connection requires us to see our children. Yes. Connection requires us to know our children. Yes. Connection requires us to love our children and be patient because love is patience. Love is kind, yes. right? Yes. And we need to, sitting down and having, I, I find kids mind blowing. I love children so much. I sit down with a three year old and we have, Interesting conversation. Sure. Because kids are so beautiful and sure. we are missing out on so much beauty. Yeah. Because we have kind of used to the idea of parenting being, being us working hard for our kids. Sure. And generating money and sure. giving them this and giving them that and giving yeah. them this and that. Yeah. And but it's, it's connection. It's just connection. And in light of, you know, the, I guess the journey of the black parents and where they come from. And we're seeing more and more of like our parents' generation coming into money. You know, mm. now they've got money. Cool. They, and the, the motivation is I'm working hard. So my yeah. children don't have to suffer like yeah. I did. And I think that's fantastic. Mm. Kudos to you, mom. Kudos to you, dad out there who is working their butts off yeah. to put their kids in the best school, the yeah. St. John's and the, the, you know, St. Albans, all these private schools that are fancy. You are working hard to do all of that. We thank you. We're not taking that away from you. But are you still giving yourself that time to be an attentive, involved parent? In all this hard work that you're doing, this life you're chasing for your kids to have better opportunities, have you put some time aside to sit with that very child and Mm. say, so how's it going there? You know, are you enjoying the experience? Mm. That is, I think, where we need to find the balance. Mm. Because now the excuse is, well, I'm away from home because I'm working mm-hmm. so that you can have a better life. Mm. What does the child need? Yes. What is it that's going to shape my life? Yeah. Is it all the money that you're earning and this great school you're putting me in? Or is it your ideas? And is it, is it your mind? Yeah. What, what of your mind and your experiences am I benefiting from you? Is it your struggle and your... I guess, uh, your hunger that I can learn from. Yeah. What am I, what's my trampoline? Yeah. Because your trampoline was struggle and that, you know, you jumped out of that struggle and got to a place of greatness. What's my trampoline? Yeah. I'm growing up soft. You know, yeah. I'm going to the best schools mm. and you buy me a car. All these things are sorted. Mm. Again, I'm not taking away from parents that are providing. Yeah. But how do I balance that? I'm setting my child up for greatness. However, I'm imparting onto them. Sort of the mentality to be able to maneuver through life. Yeah. It's okay to not have control. 
because you when you're trying to control the narrative of how a parenting dynamic is supposed to be yeah then you end up making the decisions of what's best for your kids sure whereas you can actually sit down with your five-year-old and say hey how's school you know what what do you need Mm. what do you need right Mm. now do you need to be in the best best school or do you need to be here with me sure you know and it all goes back to two things what do we think the job of parenting actually is so i challenge parents right now to ask to ask themselves that question which i i don't want to answer for anyone because i think we probably experience it quite differently but in your definition of that then you can kind of figure out okay what's actually my job here Uh because now with my conscious parenting journey I have my kids because they are just helping me heal unhealed parts of myself. Sure. And I'm in connection with them and trying to help them flourish and be the best people that God has placed them here to be. Sure. So it's not my job to dictate how things are supposed to. And it's so hard Mm. because we are taught that parents need to be in control. Sure. I need to decide what you're going to study when you finish your matric. Mm. You know, I need to make the decisions and then I don't realize how miserable my kids are because actually Asante wants to be a dancer and not a doctor sure but because i want my kids to have a better life than what i did i want them to go to mid school and if they don't go to mid school they would have failed me completely sure and now my kids are holding on to the fear of failing me that they do stuff that they don't want to do Mm. stuff that doesn't feel good to them and fulfilling to them fulfilling to them exactly exactly so we can let go of 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 that control because then what what we're doing which is which is quite dangerous but also so complex is that we're vicariously living through our kids oh, right yes. oh living yes. out our dreams oh, through yes. our kids i mm. dreamed of going here and going to that school and doing mm. this but whereas if you can just take a step back as a parent yeah. to say okay let me watch these people and see are you are you an academic or are you an artist sure you know what sure. where, where are your skills how can we work together exactly. you know can i ask you do you want to do piano do you want to mm. dance what do you want to do what do you want to do constant that constant connection with our kids is so important sure. because then we 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 realize and take out so much beauty in the job of parenting because I think it's such a beautiful job. I think it's the most important job in the world. It definitely is. We're shaping the future, guys. It definitely is. And, and it's the thing that really comes most naturally to yes. us. And I don't think it, it. if that wasn't the case, why would it? Mm. Why would we almost naturally just be in love and mm. in care and mm. in sharing and growing and developing? That is because it is one of the most important jobs on the world. I think a big reason why we have so many great people is because they have had great parents mm. why we have so many terrible people is because they had terrible parents mm. so it's on us to really just be more responsible and be more conscious and yes. be more intentional intentional you know when you're intentional about things hey things fall in your lap yo but yes. somebody, i've seen things happen overnight where i'm like oh because i identified this mm. and now i'm more intentional about mm. abc then the result has yeah. really worked in my favor yeah so i think you've hit the nail on the head with regards to the healing process and how our perspective of the said job should be. You know, it isn't a job for one person. Mm. And in the case where, unfortunately, it may have to be community 
community step up yes step up avail yourselves friends avail yourselves i've seen a lot of young women who fall pregnant and end up having these children by themselves mm. and their friendship circles suddenly change on them mm. and i think it's 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 sad and it's a pity mm. that even women who don't have children and aren't mothers and maybe never want to be mothers mm. have this perception of almost like looking down like a pity, like, Ooh, mm. she's a single mother. There's nothing I can do. We have nothing in common anymore. There's no. so much you can do. There's so much you can. Don't be that guy. Mm. Don't be that guy. You have to continue to be there for your friend. A big part of the community aspect is saying, instead of complaining that your friend is asking you for money, think maybe she needs extra nappies. Mm. You know, maybe she could do with a night out. Go offer to babysit. There are ways that you can be a better friend, even if you're not a mother yourself, mm. even if you're not a parent yourself. Mm. And this also applies to to guys as well. Mm. Guys. Be better friends for your friends who are fathers. Mm. Don't encourage your male friends to not be present. Mm. If call you, them out, call them out on it. Just if they doing, if they're up to cuck, mm. you need to call a spade a spade, mm. and you you'll be better for that. And ask yourself what kind of value am I adding amongst my peers if I'm just letting them get away with this? Yeah, I must speak life always. Always, always. You are once a child. Mm. And I think we forget that. Yes. We forget. We have a short memory. Hey, <laughs> why did I live We have a short memory. I always say that when it comes to beating kids because I'm like, how are you doing the same thing that you used to hate so much when it happened to you? It was so dehumanizing. Sure. And you felt victimized and sure. unloved. Yeah. How are you doing the very same thing to your kids? Like, did you forget how terrible that felt like when and you were a child? We lie to ourselves and say, well, look at me today. It turned it out okay. I turned out okay. No, mm, Jabulani, you, you did, did not, not turn out okay. No. You have anger issues. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're angry yes. at the world. You did not turn out okay. And I think it's fine to have those uncomfortable conversations. If you're not a parent and you are chiming in and giving your two cents on discipline that's okay but you have to know that there are other methods of which i wish we can sit and talk about until until, but that's not what we came to talk about Mm. today i guess you're gonna have to find out next time (laughs) on dragon Dragon (laughs) (laughs) Ball. Oh man, there's just so much that we can, you know, unpack, um, on this topic because it's so layered and there's so many pain points. And I use the word pain on purpose yeah. because for many people, it's that for yeah. many people, it's just triggering. You're just yeah. reminding them of, Oh, you know, when I was young, I yeah. told me to go fetch the tree outside and they use that very tree to whip mm. me or fetch the belt mm. or my dad, Vele Vele, he wasn't there. Vele Vele, mm. I had to raise all the, you know, it's, it's triggering. Yeah. But a part of the healing yeah. is really identifying. Yeah. If you're struggling currently in your relationships, there's probably a reason. There's yeah. a reason why your view on relationships is that. If you're struggling with being a good or a better parent, there is probably a reason. Yeah. And it's okay if you feel like you aren't doing your best. Yeah. We are all constantly figuring this out. Yep. There's no rule book. There's no Bible on how to be a mother. There's no Bible on how to be a father. There is just no right or wrong. There is just your way. Mm. Allow us to help you carve your way into a better way. Mm. Just because you went through it growing up doesn't mean you need to rinse and repeat in your household. Mm. You know, so that's, I think that's, that's where my minerals lie. My minerals lie in the healing yeah. of black households, yeah. in the evolution of black households, in the growth of the mindset of people in black households. Every single person needs to be touched by healing. I wish, and I always say that, um, 
I wish that post apartheid we did we did this like mass <laughs> blanket of therapy for Ish. everyone. Ish. Everybody needed therapy. Yeah. Everyone needed it and we didn't get it. Yeah. So now we're just kind of clutching at straws going through life, wondering why we all, almost always feel so sad and yeah. so empty and so so far away from yeah. what our um you know our purpose is. And those same things is what we pass down on to our yeah. children. It's 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 Kendrick Lamar that said we come from a long bloodline of trauma. Sure. So it is in those uncomfortable conversations where our healing lies. Yes. Because there's so much growth that needs to take place because we've been suppressed for such a long time. Sure. But we are finally in a place where we actually can heal and we actually can flourish and live and have nice pool views. When I'm telling you. And do, and do the things, but it requires us to be brave. It does. And we have to recognize that we are doing important revolutionary work here. We are out here trying to break cycles and that requires us to be brave. It does. And let's, let's come in and have these, these uncomfortable conversations. Um, and we can, we, I'm, I'm more than happy to kickstart these conversations. And it doesn't mean it's not hard for me. Mm. Um, I, I, I think about the stuff and then I always have to find ways to, to present it online as well. But I'm like, we have to talk about it. Yeah. We have to talk we about do. it. We really, really have to talk about it because I, I believe conversations start revolutions. A friend of mine says, um, conversations will save lives. Definitely. And I really believe conversations have saved my life. Yeah. And I believe that conversation will save your life, um, as well. 100%. 100%. And I think that's, that's, that's literally how we wrap it up. I mean, I've got shivers up my spine just because, you know, everything that you're saying, you're speaking it. In, you know, it's with such clarity and I am almost like reaffirmed as to why I'm doing what I'm doing. Mm. It makes sense. I know mm. why I woke up this morning because yeah. this conversation has to happen. I love that. There's somebody out there that needs to hear this so desperately because yeah. his girlfriend just found out, you know, that she's pregnant mm. and he has no cooking clue what he's going to do. Because he doesn't have a point of reference probably. Exactly. Yep. He's like, oh crap. He's probably Googling how to be a parent. How to be a dad. Or how to be a dad. Yeah. What's the next step? And yeah. that is fine because that is showing that you at least open to learning. Yes. You know? Also, we need more dad bloggers. Please. We need more dad bloggers in Please. the space. We need brave fathers that will have those conversations because it's tough, man. Yes. It's tough. Even in parenting dynamics, we find that in our work of trying to break cycles, we also, you know, butt heads in the relationship because Definitely. if you have a partner that didn't have a point of reference, um, of fatherhood, he's also trying to figure it out. And then Lynn Nakam, I'm probably being impatient sure. to say, Hey, can't you figure it out quickly? Sure. So we're always having these clashes, but how many of us are having these clashes? So we need brave dads Definitely. that are going to tell their stories online because trust, there's plenty of dads that need to hear your story. They do. So let that be the call to action for this episode. We're calling on all brave dads. Yes. Come forth and tell your story. Yes. Come forth and share your stories. They are young men that need to be inspired by you. They truly are. I think you, it actually makes you look cooler. <laughs> right. You know, I feel like being the cool dad is, is no longer that the dad with the leather mm. with the leather jacket on his motorbike the cool has changed man cool has changed cool, cool has changed cool is being involved cool is being conscious yes cool is being aware that you conscious are conscious is cool conscious is cool conscious is cool. Be, 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 be. <laughs> 
Thank you so much, Karabufubinga. This was dope. Oh, Lebang, thank you so much for nice, having me. It was nice, eh? Yeah, man. We I have to do it this. again. We have to do it again. Open, 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 open. I love that. So if there's somebody listening at home right now and they're like, oh my word, who is this amazing lady? How can they make uh, contact and where can they find you online? Please check me out online at Black Mom Chronicles across all platforms except Twitter. Um, I'm a different person on Twitter. Mutsiri K on Twitter if you're interested, but I'm not very active on there. Um, and then you can please check out um, a lot more of these conversations on my podcast with Khao. Yes. It's Breaking Cycles. You can find it on Spotify, um, on Apple Podcast, and on Amazon Music. Yes. We are we are having brave conversations about breaking generational cycles, yes. man. So please check it out. I'm here for that energy. Thank you so much for joining us on Life with Lebang. Thank you to Karabo Mogana, our guest for today. And thank you at home, most importantly, for listening. And remember that you are never alone in this journey of, yeah. you know, just going through life. If you need help, reach out to us. If we can help, we'll do exactly that. I will see you next week, same time, same place. And remember... Love is light. Yes. All right. And if you have a friend who is a male who is doing great things, tell him to be brave and share his story. Yes. Because we need more of that. More young boys and young men can learn so much. Yep. Um, there's testimonies out there that just need to be shared. Yep. Quite literally. Yep. See you soon. Cliffcentral.com.